that you want to live an inspired and fulfilling life. Maybe there are a few things that you need to get you there. Welcome to What Matters with your host, Mary Beth Lodge. In today's world of distractions, we can get overwhelmed with day-to-day responsibilities that keep us busy, frustrated, and confused. With an emphasis on the power of the mind and drawing on the fields of personal health, education, neuroscience, business, and spirituality, we'll discuss practical strategies to help you stay focused on your priorities, choices, and results. Now, here is Mary Beth Lodge. Good morning. How are you today? It's a wonderful November morning. It's the last day of November, and last night we had our first snow. I want to thank you for joining me today on What Matters. This is the show that challenges you to make a difference. It's the show that motivates you to make a change within yourself that will carry ripples of positive change into the lives of those around you and well beyond. For this one hour, I'm asking you, spend this time listening Thinking about how this information presented here today applies to you. Not your significant other, your best friend, your child, your parent, or your coworker. Just you. You are the only person that you can really change. You are the only person that you are responsible for. And you are the person that can truly make a difference. We are all very busy and this time of the year we seem to get even busier. Our busy lives become even more filled up with things to do. And sometimes that makes us feel alive. We like the adrenaline rush. We like the push. We like to try to get it all done. And it's a great challenge sometimes. But other times we just get caught up in the tasks and the obligations of the day. And it might be easy to forget our goals or to lose our focus. You know, there is so much information out there, so much that we take in from the various types of media. And now, perhaps you're doing more shopping and there's so much visual stimulation everywhere you look, there's something to look at. And it's so easy to get overwhelmed, isn't it? To get confused about what your direction is or where you're going. But we need to take this time to get rid of the clutter, to get rid of the clutter in our minds, and to let ourselves have the focus for the priorities that we choose that are important to us. We get to take the time to pay attention to who's important to us. Too often we take for granted the people and the actions that are most important to us and we spend our energy on things that don't really matter. So today, let's focus again on what's important to you. And let's start out by making our own sunshine. What are you grateful for today? As I mentioned last night, we got our first snow and this morning it's all gone. It was a very, very interesting snow, that first snow. It's been raining for several days, and very gently, that rain turned into this slushy snow, and then everything was white. So last evening, as I was going to bed, everything was covered in white. It was beautiful. This morning, the sun came out from those dark gray clouds, and I noticed that in my garden, 
I still have a few roses blooming in November. So I am grateful for the fall garden, even as it dies back and goes into that rest. It reminds me to rest. And I'm grateful for the sunshine that has peeked through from behind those big, dark, gray snow clouds. And I am grateful for the people in my life. The people that I'm closest to that support me and love me and let me know that I am important to them. And I'm grateful for the people that I encounter just by chance because I can learn about their perspective, their perception. You know, I was... And where was I? At a hardware store earlier this week, and I was waiting for someone to assist me. And I had the opportunity to have conversation with a few people who were leaving because they were looking at the rain and making comments about the rain. And it was so interesting to hear their perspective on the rain. Some people were tired of it. Some people just recognized that it wasn't snow, so we didn't have to shovel. And yet every one of them shared some little thing about their lives with me, something that was important to them. And what a wonderful way to be grateful for all of the people around us, to simply pay attention, because no matter who, if you are still and inviting, people will share some portion of themselves with you, and they feel more honored, more respected, more loved because of that. So how have you spread your gratitude and your love in this world today? Our topic today is about micromanaging the universe. And I'd like you to think about something that you want to take place, something that you want to happen. And I want you to be very, very honest. Are you trying to direct the outcome? Do you find yourself doing that? I think this holiday season sometimes gives us more opportunity to do that. We have more encounters with our extended families. We have more expectations that we place on events. And so we might find ourselves trying to create something by managing every detail. In a moment, I'm going to take a short break, and when we come back, we'll talk about how to take advantage of that holiday time as a challenge for you to learn to let go. So we're going to take a break right now. This is Mary Beth Lodge, and you're listening to What Matters on the Voice America Variety Channel. Stay tuned. Now you don't have to stay linked to your desktop or laptop. Take Voice America on the go and listen anywhere. Get our mobile app for iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android at the Apple iTunes App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. Are you ready to make a change in your life? Would you like to discover the hidden obstacles to your success? 
Mary Beth Lodge is a certified life coach with a proven track record of guiding others to success. Drawing on mind-body techniques and concepts of neuroscience, Mary Beth will design a program specific to your goals, lifestyle, and personality. You'll develop a specific action plan to follow. You'll learn practical and easy strategies to move through your obstacles and reach your goals. You decide the area to focus on. Is it your weight, your health, or your professional goals? Mary Beth Lodge is a life coach, hypnotist, and health consultant. She specializes in working with people who are confused, frustrated, or discouraged by the direction of their life. She works with people who really want to make a difference in this world and are willing to take the actions to achieve their goals. She'll help you get clear on where you want to be and to follow through on the actions that lead to a healthier and more successful life. Visit LastingLifestyleChange.com to request more information or a free consultation. Ever wondered what private investigators really do and how they go about solving cases? Each week, P.I.'s Declassified gives a glimpse into this little-known world. Join your host, Francie Kaler, a noted private investigator, in conversations with detectives and experts in the field. False confessions, forensic evidence, finding missing persons, exposing fraud, exonerating the innocent. All areas that Francie and her guests will cover. And have they got stories to tell? Tune in and call in to the live show Thursdays at 9 a.m. Pacific, noon Eastern, on Voice America Variety. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. You are listening to What Matters with Mary Beth Lodge. To be a part of our discussion on today's program, please call 1-866-472-5788. That's toll-free, 1-866-472-5788. Or send an email to marybethlodge at gmail.com. Now, back to What Matters. Thank you for joining me this morning. This is What Matters. And we're talking about micromanaging the universe. And I'm asking you today to look at how you allow the flow of the universe and how this time of the year perhaps adds some agitation, some frustration to your life. You know, we sometimes try to micromanage every little detail. Do you find yourself rearranging the universe to force that outcome that you want? And does this seem to backfire on you and result in the outcome you least wanted to have This happens during the holidays sometimes, doesn't it? Most families have some drama that comes out during the season. Or maybe it's not related to the holidays at all. Maybe it's just an event that disrupts you in some way. Something that doesn't go the way you'd like it to. How easy is it for you to let it go? Are you good at doing that? Can you go with the flow and allow things to unfold? Can you be at peace? with your family, your friends, your coworkers? If so, congratulations. You've probably spent lots of hours in self-discovery, maybe paid lots of money to therapists and guides along the way to help you find a place of peace. But for most people, this season brings challenges to serenity. In this holiday season, we might find ourselves setting up elaborate attempts to control our world. Busy schedules, holiday deadlines, and family dramas all give us a sense of losing control. 
And do you then compensate by orchestrating elaborate schemes and detailed plans for every detail of your life and the lives of those around you? Are you trying to be the director of the play that's unfolding around you? Did you write a script that no one followed? Have you noticed that the people around you often don't follow that script? Now, you spent hours writing that script for the perfect holiday, and why won't they just play their part? <laughs> Wouldn't it be nice to simply enjoy the season as it unfolds? Wouldn't it be so much easier to enjoy your family and friends, accepting them as they are? Wouldn't it be a joy to allow the universe to bless you with peace and abundance? So how can you make that happen this year? How do you let go when things seem to be spinning out of control? Today, let's talk about four very simple steps to a season of peace. No matter what holiday you celebrate at this time of year, or even if you celebrate no holidays, peace is the real message of this time of year. When we create peace inside, we can shine that light in every moment of this peace. So let's start by creating peace within you. And where do we start? Well, step one, breathe. That's right, breathe. Take a step back for just a moment and reflect on what you really want from this season of gathering and giving. What is important to you? If you were to never have another holiday season with your family or friends, what would stand out for you as most important? Why do you take the time to send cards or a Christmas letter? Why do you arrange family gatherings and elaborate meals? Why do you decorate the house, spend time in worship, or volunteer in some special place that helps people with their basic needs? What is it that's important to you? And why now? Why at this time of year? Are you just following the steps of past years? Are you chasing ghosts of your past or wishes that were left unfulfilled? Let's get in touch with your why. Again, breathe. Do you have a piece of paper? It's time to make a list. No, not a Santa list. A list. It doesn't have to be a long list. But a list of what you believe is really important. That's right. Write it down. So you can really see what you say are your priorities. As you reflect back over the past year, you may find that things are very different for you today than just a year ago. Maybe you've had some major roller coasters to ride this year. Maybe you've had a lot of challenges to learn from. Or maybe you just had to put your head down and push through some obstacle that presented itself this year. Has that changed you? Do you see things differently today than you did last year at this time? What's really important to you now? Awareness of what is important to us on the inside 
is the first step to challenging the obligations and expectations that we or others have placed on us. So another list might help you. What are all the things you believe you have to get done by a certain holiday deadline? You probably already have this list written. Shopping, parties, house cleaning, decorating, cards, letters, gatherings with extended family, dinner with friends, office parties. This list might be quite long. And it's sort of one of those checklists. You know, it's so task-oriented. Get this done, get this done, get this done. And laden with expectations. And maybe not the good kind of expectation. Usually, it's a self-imposed expectation, a belief that someone else expects this from us. Isn't that interesting how we do that to ourselves? We create a whole web of expectations on ourselves. We think of what other people think of us. We think of what other people will expect of us. We think of what we've always done and therefore we have to do it. Your life is busy and it just got more crowded when you allowed yourself to take on obligations and expectations that don't match the priorities and values that you hold. So line those lists up side by side. Do they match? Probably not. So take it apart. Do you decorate the house because you enjoy the magical appearance of trees and lights and special ornaments or because you've always done it? Does everybody get cranky when you decorate the house? Then I think you missed the point. Do you ever clean every nook and cranny of the house because you're concerned with what your guests might think about your house when they come to visit? Ever notice that when everybody leaves, you have to start all over again? Now, are you cleaning because it's time for you to do that level of cleaning in your house? Or because you're worried about what people will think? Have I ever mentioned that what other people think of you is none of your business? Now, I'm not suggesting that you not clean your house. But I am asking you to evaluate your motivation. How does that action fit into your priorities? You see, today I'm asking you to challenge yourself to stay focused on your priorities. That's what we discuss every week, is that challenge to stay focused on your priorities. If you're overwhelmed at this time of year, maybe it's because you added tasks, obligations, or expectations that don't fit into your priorities that don't really match who you are and what you value. So, step one is really about taking a moment to evaluate your usual frenzied pace. Where are you spending your energy? Make a decision about your energy. Where is it worth investing your energy? Where does your energy belong in the tasks of the season? So again, we're going to take a short break. And while we're doing that, I'd like you to finish those lists and take a nice deep breath. 
When we come back, we'll move to step two. We'll move past that frenzy into the next part of letting go and allowing the universe to flow freely around us, bringing us peace and abundance. This is Mary Beth Lodge, and you are listening to What Matters on the Voice America Variety Channel. Stay tuned. which guests are being featured this week. Read our network press releases and read the blog posts from your favorite hosts. Go to iradioblog.com today. Powered by the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Are you ready to make a change in your life? Would you like to discover the hidden obstacles to your success? Mary Beth Lodge is a certified life coach with a proven track record of guiding others to success. Drawing on mind-body techniques and concepts of neuroscience, Mary Beth will design a program specific to your goals, lifestyle, and personality. You'll develop a specific action plan to follow. You'll learn practical and easy strategies to move through your obstacles and reach your goals. You decide the area to focus on. Is it your weight, your health, or your professional goals? Mary Beth Lodge is a life coach, hypnotist, and health consultant. She specializes in working with people who are confused, frustrated, or discouraged by the direction of their life. She works with people who really want to make a difference in this world and are willing to take the actions to achieve their goals. She'll help you get clear on where you want to be and to follow through on the actions that lead to a healthier and more successful life. Visit LastingLifestyleChange.com to request more information or a free consultation. With today's outside pressures and current realities, many of us are feeling a loss of control and freedom concerning our lives, business, and where we stand in society. But that can change. Tune in to The Power of the Human Connection with Chris Schultenover. Through the art of storytelling in authentic human terms, we lead you to true and honest realizations and collaborations to better your life and the lives of others. The Power of the Human Connection is heard live Thursdays at 10 a.m. Pacific Time, 1 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com You are listening to What Matters with Mary Beth Lodge. To be a part of our discussion on today's program, please call 1-866-472-5788. That's toll-free, 1-866-472-5788. Or send an email to marybethlodge at gmail.com. Now back to What Matters. Thank you for joining me this morning on What Matters. Today we're addressing the frenzy of this season of the year, the tendency that we all have to take our already busy lives and add more on because of the holidays. Because of the perceived or self-imposed expectations for this time of year, but we can move into peace, peace that flows from the inside and out into the world. So step one that we just talked about is to breathe, to step back and evaluate your values and priorities, and to focus on that which is most important to you. And step two, well... Step two is about choice. 
What choices do you have? See, again, we may be caught up in a pattern that we have followed for several years, many years. Family traditions are hard to break. You know, I am really quite sentimental. I like to preserve the old world traditions of my family. But a few years ago, I realized that it was no longer possible for my mother to continue the traditions we had been raised with. While my mother is still very independent and active at 95, it is too much for her to cook the 12 different traditional foods for our Christmas Eve dinner. It also was no longer realistic that we could all be together on that evening because our family had expanded so much that the only way for some of our younger families to join us on Christmas Eve was to learn the art of bilocation. They literally would have had to have been in two places at one time. Now, I have a very wise brother, and my very wise brother suggested that we gather on an alternate date, making it convenient for the grandchildren and great-grandchildren to come together and catch up with their cousins and bring joy to my mother, their grandmother, or great-grandmother. The tradition of the foods was quite time-consuming, and again, my very wise brother stepped in. You see, I can complicate things with the best of them, and I had immediately shifted into the recreation of all the traditional holiday meals, all 12 traditional foods, and lots of baking. Of course, this would have made my mother crazy because I would have had to have done it at her house, and that would have really disrupted her. My brother, in his gentle way, suggested that we simply buy our way through the meal. I loved it. What a a novel idea. Just buy our way. Let other people prepare the food. We'll serve. A simple menu, lots of food, invite or assign something to each family to bring, and spend more effort and energy on the sharing part and less on the expectations. The goal that we held in focus was to allow our mother to enjoy her family without upsetting her routine too much or exhausting her energy. How can you do that in your family? Can you make a shift in your routines or traditions so that you truly allow for the connection with family and friends? Can you let go of expectations that no longer serve the priorities you have today? Step two is about identifying the choices and the options that you have. What else could you do? How could you do it? Does this year need to be a quieter event or a smaller one? Are you already committed to more than you can possibly get done? Do you need to be? If that is your choice, what can you choose not to spend your energy on? Can you ask for help? Can you pay for help? Sometimes paying someone else to decorate, organize, or cook, if that is within your budget, is all it takes to give you the room to do the things that you really enjoy and that really count. You may choose to keep some of the tasks because you enjoy them. That's right. That's a great decision. If you enjoy decorating a house, then do it. That's a great decision. See, knowing what you enjoy and what matters to you allows you to consider your choices and let go of the distractions. So that list, Did you finish that list while we were on break? From that list, what choices do you have? Feel free to write that down, too. Go ahead. Go back over your list. What's really important? Scratch out the things that don't matter, 
that won't make a difference in the long run, that no one will notice, and highlight the things that are important. Step three, micromanaging. You know, that tendency to make sure every little detail works out or to think and plot and scheme about how to accomplish something that you want for yourself. Micromanaging is about faith. Well, really, micromanaging is about a lack of faith. Do you trust the people in your family to do what they say they will? Do you trust other people to follow through on their commitments? Do you respect the ability of the people around you? When you step in and do it yourself, or when you take on everything instead of asking for help or sharing responsibility, you do a disservice to those people you love. You are in essence saying, I don't trust you to keep your promise, or I expect you to let me down. Is that the message you want to send? How does it feel when someone sends that message to you? Do you like it? Do you feel good about yourself? I don't. It's an awful feeling not to be trusted. And it's an awful feeling not to be able to trust. And that carries far beyond a family gathering or a holiday meal. It can be a reflection of how you interfere with the natural flow of the universe. The way you distract yourself from your goals and priorities. The way you get in the way of the blessings that the universe wants to send to you. Your holidays can be a way to practice allowing in all areas of your world. And we come back now to faith. What do you believe? Do you believe you are always taken care of? Do you believe in a loving and benevolent power? How do you define God in your life? And it doesn't matter how you create this spiritual connection that is right for you, as long as it is right for you. My question is really about whether you are congruent. If you believe that you are always taken care of, that there are blessings waiting for you to receive, do you allow these gifts to come to you? Or are you so busy trying to orchestrate the how that you stop the gift from appearing. Do you know how you stop that gift from appearing? Do you know what it is that you do that causes you to miss the gift? You miss it because you have your attention on how it will come to be. You fail to recognize the door that opens, the opportunity or the relationship that will bring your request to you. Not too long ago, I saw a quote on the daily reflections from Joel Osteen. The quote was, Faith is being grateful for the blessings that are yet to come. To trust in the blessings that will come to us, if we allow it, if we stay consistent in our gratitude and belief, if we trust that we are taken care of, that things work out as they are meant to be, and that we have only limited understanding of the interrelatedness of the world, then we can allow those gifts to flow. You see, we only see our own little place. 
but we have influence well beyond what we know. And we have no idea how that will make a difference in someone else's life. On rare occasions, we are given the gift of knowing that influence. But it is rare. But sometimes we are shown the dots that connected, the pieces that fell into place. But mostly, we never know. We can only trust. We can only make the observations of how we influence the people that are closest to us, that are near to us. But really, we don't know how we affect other people on and on and on beyond our circles. So, then we have the objection. You know, I know what you're thinking. When I'm asking you to allow it to work out, that it will work out as it should, there's your objection coming up. I hear it in your head. What if it doesn't work out? But that's not the question you are asking. Really, your ego is asking, what if I don't like the way it works out? There's the real question. What if it works out, but I don't like the outcome? Well, first of all, you likely created that outcome by your thoughts and fears of that outcome. And second, because we are so limited in our vision, maybe that outcome has given you an opportunity, a chance to learn or to release a fear or to let go of a shadow. Maybe you haven't gotten a lesson yet, and this is another chance to practice. And ultimately, if the outcome isn't exactly what you had in mind, isn't it an opportunity to trust it anyway? Isn't it an opportunity for faith? In one of my favorite books, called The Traveler's Gift, the author is Andy Andrews. He wrote a beautiful chapter. It's towards the end of the book. It's an encounter between the main character, his name is David Ponder, and the archangel Gabriel. Now, I especially love Andrew Andrews because his descriptions are so vivid. I can see the details of this room that he is describing. And during this encounter, David Ponder finds himself in a room. It's like a warehouse, really. It's filled with photographs of houses, cars, and all manner of clothing, pictures of children, family, and adults, beautiful, beautiful pictures. And there's pages and pages of information, knowledge of invention, medical cures, health cures that that could impact billions of lives. And of course, the main character, David Ponder, is confused and he asks what this place represents. And the archangel states that this is the room that never was. These are all the gifts that were about to be given. And at the last minute, the person gave up, stopped believing, let go of their faith, forgot their gratitude. And these many gifts could not be delivered because the recipient was no longer available, no longer open to the blessing. This is what we do when we try to orchestrate an outcome, whether it is the behaviors of our family members or the details of how we will receive a blessing we have requested. When you try to figure out the how, 
you interfere with the gift. You deny yourself the blessing that is meant for you. So, step three is trust. Practice this trust with your family. Practice this trust in your own heart. Practice allowing the gentle flow of blessings in your life by holding your heart and your mind in gratitude. Gratitude for what is and gratitude for what is yet to be. You see, when you hold gratitude in your heart for what is yet to be, that is faith. That is the recognition and the acceptance that you are taken care of. That there are many, many blessings waiting for you. Step four is acceptance. Now we have the challenge. Back to your family. Have you placed expectations on your family that they simply cannot meet? You know, if I have a family member who cannot remember things well, why would I expect him to remember to do something I've asked? If I have a family member who is rigid in her beliefs or judgmental in her attitude, I can be frustrated by that, or I can choose peace. This is the Wayne Dyer line. It comes from his book, The Power of Intention. I can choose peace instead of this. He wrote it specifically about extended family members that held different beliefs than he did. He had frequently been frustrated by these differences and what he perceived to be rigid, uninformed, or simply wrong. In the last few weeks, I've noticed in my practice that this theme has come up several times. Actually, it's becoming kind of comical for me at this point because it is so classic of this time of year as children travel back home to visit with their parents and their parents don't like who they've become or aren't comfortable with what they're exploring. I see it when extended family members come together. And, you know, during the the rest of the year, pretty much been able to avoid them or not have much encounter. But here we are together. We're supposed to be celebrating and joyous. And, oh, I don't know that I like that person. Or, here's the belief, they're wrong and I'm right. That theme, as I said, has come up many, many times. It seems to be that this is the season that we seem to amplify those differences, the disagreements, and the opportunities for criticism and judgment. Weddings and funerals give us the same opportunities at other times of the year. And it always starts from a judgment made about another person's behavior. Did I mention earlier that what other people think of you is none of your business? Well, what you think of someone else is also none of their business. And it really doesn't affect them, does it? It affects you. Your judgment of someone else moves you out of peace and into discord. You upset yourself when you allow your thoughts to move to judgment or criticism. You can choose peace. You can allow yourself to be at peace. And you can do this with a choice. I can choose peace. I can accept this person as they are. Now we're going to take a short break once again, and when we come back, we'll finish that thought of acceptance. 
This is Mary Beth Lodge, and you are listening to What Matters on the Voice America Variety Channel. Stay tuned. Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. Are you ready to make a change in your life? Would you like to discover the hidden obstacles to your success? Mary Beth Lodge is a certified life coach with a proven track record of guiding others to success. Drawing on mind-body techniques and concepts of neuroscience, Mary Beth will design a program specific to your goals, lifestyle, and personality. You'll develop a specific action plan to follow. You'll learn practical and easy strategies to move through your obstacles and reach your goals. You decide the area to focus on. Is it your weight, your health, or your professional goals? Mary Beth Lodge is a life coach, hypnotist, and health consultant. She specializes in working with people who are confused, frustrated, or discouraged by the direction of their life. She works with people who really want to make a difference in this world and are willing to take the actions to achieve their goals. She'll help you get clear on where you want to be and to follow through on the actions that lead to a healthier and more successful life. Visit LastingLifestyleChange.com to request more information or a free consultation. Go behind the scenes of what you see, hear, and read on the news. Learn the ins and outs of public relations on Stars of PR with Cindy R. Every Thursday at 7 a.m. Pacific Time. Cindy Rakowitz is a Clio Award winner and founder of Rock and Roll Public Relations who wants to share her PR experiences and knowledge with you. Learn how to handle a crisis, deal with celebrities, and become a terrific PR executive. Listen to the Stars of PR with Cindy R. every Thursday at 7 a.m. Pacific Time here on News Talk Radio, voiceamerica.com. Stimulating talk gets those synapses in the brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one Internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com. You are listening to What Matters with Mary Beth Lodge. To be a part of our discussion on today's program, please call 1-866-472-5788. That's toll-free, 1-866-472-5788. Or send an email to marybethlodge at gmail.com. Now, back to What Matters. Thank you for joining me this morning on What Matters. We've been talking about micromanaging and how to allow this time, this season, to bring peace within you and how you can bring peace to others around you. And we just brought up the topic of choosing peace. You can allow yourself to be at peace. It is a choice. I can choose peace. You know the patterns of each of your family members, don't you? You've been around them enough to know how they interpret their world. You can choose to respect where they are and love them as they are, or you can choose to upset yourself. I've discovered that most people meet the expectations that I have for them. If I expect them to disappoint me, they usually succeed in doing so. Why? Because that's what I'm looking for. I'm looking for all the ways that they have disappointed me. I have the litany of thoughts in my head of all the many times before that they've disappointed me, and now that's what I'm looking for. 
And when that's what I'm looking for, that's what I see. But when I am at peace, when I come from a place where I am centered, when I look at someone with love, I am only able to see them through those glasses. I am only able to see them with love. And because I am in that place of sending love, I am rarely disappointed because I am accepting them as they are. And sometimes I'm actually delighted because I see a gentle quality that I missed before. Perhaps I recognize an aspect of them that I never knew existed. That's what I see when I am at peace. And it's interesting because when I'm at peace, that person follows a higher expectation. You know, even if this is someone I may not like very much, I can still choose peace. Maybe you have a family member you don't like very much. Maybe it's someone that you work with that you don't like very much. You can still choose peace. I can choose to focus my intention on the nice things that they do. Or I can choose to focus my attention on other people. You see, if it's someone I really don't like, and maybe there's good reason for that. Maybe I can't find any of their beauty. Maybe I can't find any of their love as I encounter them. I don't have to focus on that. I can take my attention to the other people around me. I can take my attention to those people that I can see their light. And I can choose to be calm. I can choose to be peaceful. And I can choose to be loving. This choice has great impact. It has far-reaching influence. Sometimes it is in the acceptance of being accepted, that we as human beings become open to new ideas or new ways of thinking. You see, it's an automatic. We are designed to be defensive. When we feel judged, it's a threat, so we become defensive. But when we feel loved, we can be open to feedback. When we feel safe, we can accept new information. And we can form new perspectives. This is our nature. It's how we're designed. And understanding this allows us to be at peace within ourselves. And it is from this place of peace that we have the most impact. So step four is acceptance. Now we have covered four very simple steps of finding peace in this busy time. So let me go back over and review what we've discussed here today. You might be challenged at this time of year to interfere with the natural flow of blessings in our lives. And these four simple steps can keep us in a peaceful place regardless of the circumstances around us regardless of the behaviors of others. You see, we do not have to be affected by our circumstance. 
if we come from a place where we are centered, we are grounded in the values and priorities, the things that are most important to us, we can be like a flexible tree in a storm. We can bend and flow and remain upright. So as we've talked this morning, step one is to breathe, to take the time to step back and evaluate the priorities of this season, allowing yourself to stay focused on the things that matter most in the greater scheme of things. I love that question, does it affect eternity? Because really the only thing that affects eternity is our exchange with other people, the love that we share, the peace that we spread, the joy that we allow ourselves Step one is to breathe. Step two is to choose. Explore the choices that are available to you so that you spend your energy on the things that matter. Go ahead. Let go of the tasks that really make no difference. If the house isn't decorated perfectly, if it's not spotlessly clean, it doesn't really matter. Let go of the expectations that no longer fit you. Spend your time and energy where it truly counts. Step three is faith. Trusting in the creator of all things. Trusting in the natural flow of blessings. And respecting the desire of those around you to do their best in the way that they know how. Even if it isn't your way. Let them be who they really are, because in allowing them to be who they really are, the blessing is returned, and you can be who you really are. You can enjoy every moment. And step four is acceptance. Move into your loving heart and be delighted by the difference this one thing makes on everyone around you. When you are at peace, when you are accepting of people as they are, where they are in that moment, you are given the gift of joy. You are given the gift of peace. And in receiving that gift, you also share that gift. So, This week, with this information, there are many opportunities for a challenge. Which challenge will you take? I'm going to give you a list of many options of the challenge. Pick one, not all of them, although you could do all of them, one each day, but I think that's too much, so pick one. Will you spend one day this week without judgment, making no criticism or comparison of anyone around you, of anyone you encounter in any way? Just one day without judgment. That means when you go to the grocery store, you make no comparison or judgment about how people appear, about what they do, even if they get in your way, even if they aren't dressed the way you like even if they don't pay attention to you when you want them to pay attention to you? Will you spend one day 
without judgment. That's an opportunity. There's one challenge you could take. Here's another. Will you spend a time together with your family and send them love and blessings for the entire time you are with them? No matter what discussion they have, no matter what conversation they share, can you be consciously mindful of wanting the best for them and all they do? There's another challenge. And here's another. Will you spend a day in faith, consciously speaking gratitude for all the blessings you have already received and all the blessings that are yet to come? Will you allow yourself to see everywhere you look how you are blessed? From the little things like the fact that you have keys that fit in your car and that can, your car can drive you anywhere you want to go. to the wonderful abundance and blessings of food on your table and a roof over your head, will you spend one day being consciously mindful of all the gifts that you have received? And will you allow yourself to be open to the gifts that are still waiting for you? And another challenge you might want to take sometime in this week, is will you spend a day in peace? Will you accept the ultimate challenge to choose peace regardless of the circumstances or behaviors of anyone around you, from the grocery store clerk to your significant other? It doesn't matter who it is, what they do or don't do, or what circumstance arises in your life this week. Will you choose peace? Can you allow yourself to experience the joy of this season by allowing the universe to bless you with peace and abundance? And will you allow yourself this joy? I wonder what challenge you will accept today. I would love to know how by accepting this challenge you have impacted your world. I love to get emails, hear about your progress, or the experience that you have, or the challenge you've accepted. And so once again, I'm simply asking you to move past just receiving information and put it into action because it only counts when you take an action. It's nice to listen to all of this information and think about things that I've said. And you might even go as far as gaining a little insight. But insight is cheap. Insight means nothing unless you put it into action. So take one of those challenges. As we draw to a close today on our topic, I wonder what change you will make within yourself, which challenge you'll accept. And perhaps before you decide which challenge, I'm going to ask you three questions. That will help you decide which one is right for you, if you don't already know. Why do you want to make this change 
Why would you accept one particular challenge over another? Do you believe that you deserve to make this change? Do you believe that you deserve to receive the blessing and abundance? And are what are you willing to do to follow through with this challenge? That's right. So as we draw to a close today, I really want to thank you for being present today, for taking this challenge, and moving out into the world to make a difference. Who will you touch today? And how will you be a shining light in this world? Thank you for joining me this morning on What Matters. I want to congratulate you on taking the time for yourself today, for accepting the challenge of peace in this busy season. You've demonstrated that you are worth your own time. So go out there and make it a great day. You truly deserve it. Thanks again for joining us for What Matters. Be sure to tune in again next Wednesday morning at 6 a.m. Pacific Time, 9 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. We'll help you continue to make a difference next week. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by Voice America Talk Radio Network its staff and management.